Super Talk Mississippi media production. His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. Look, it's it's a terrific opportunity every time I get a chance to meet with uh, Clay Williams from the Biloxi Gulfport International Airport Authority. They're doing such a great job there. They've got a great authority. The members of the of the team there are terrific. They're just incredible leaders. The people that he works with on a day-to-day basis are incredible, and they've done a really good job of sort of weathering the storm, as we discussed just then. But if you're inclined to go fly, go, go check it out, uh, especially if you've had a vaccine, and, um, and know that they really care about your safety. And you know we'll be soon into the post-pandemic world, and you can go visit or do whatever you want to do. Uh, so now let's turn the page and turn to my friend, Major Johnny Polis from the Mississippi Highway Patrol. He's uh, the Director of Public Affairs and Internal Relations there and a really, really good friend. So how you doing, Johnny? Well, good morning, Ricky. Doing fine. It's always good to visit with you. Hey, listen, there's a lot to talk about today. I want to actually, we'll start here in just a second by talking about uh, something that took place over the weekend in the Brookhaven area that was posted on the Super Talk Mississippi news site this morning but before we do that your son is a highway patrolman and i saw recently where he was involved in a heroic act uh did not have a great outcome unfortunately but boy to be in your position to have a son out there to be a father of a highway patrolman it's got to be have mixed emotions well absolutely you know and i'm very proud our family is very proud uh, of justin uh, the administration uh, with the Mississippi Highway Patrol, very proud. And, and uh, you're right, it, it's tough uh, to be a father because if anybody knows what this job uh, entails, I do. You know, I've started my 23rd year um, being director of public affairs. And fortunately, I, I know about all the negativity that comes with this job, the fatalities and the danger of the job. Uh, so, you know, we talk on, talk on a daily basis when he starts a shift. Uh, that was that was a, a very different night for me, uh, as you as you can imagine, when I learned the details of what he was involved in. But uh, he's a trooper. And, and that's yeah. why the training that these troopers go through at our academy, there's a reason for that. So just in a nutshell, tell people what he was involved in. Well, there was there was a fatality crash that he responded to um, on Highway 49. And when when he arrived on scene, Harrison County uh, Fire and Rescue were on scene. Uh, emergency medical te- technicians were also on, on scene. Uh, there was there was a vehicle that was involved in a rollover uh, and, was, and it was on fire. And there were occupants inside the car. And uh, to make a long story short, um, he removed his his shirt, he removed his vest and his gun belt and uh, entered into the car. He was fitted with an oxygen mask, but unfortunately he couldn't see. Uh, visibility was poor uh, because of the smoke, and he had to remove the mask. Um, and he was able to re- remove the driver uh, and, and actually get to a, uh, a passenger and, and help remove her out of the vehicle as well. Uh, so, uh, again, we're, we're very proud of him. And I just want to go on record and thank the Harrison County Fire and Rescue, the firemen that were there that, that day. That night, uh, and performed the way they did, along with the emergency medical technicians. 
As you know, I was a paramedic once in my life back when I was a, a child. It's <laughs> looking back now, but uh, you know, lots of memories like that where you know the team effort in a situation like that. Absolutely. And, and, in this particular case, it, there wasn't a good outcome, but man, your son should be commended and all those present should be commended. And, uh, you know, sometimes it doesn't turn out well. Sometimes it right. turns out very well. So you got to take the good with the bad when you do the job that you guys do. When you're called to duty, you do what you have to do. So let's, let's, move, the, let's move the conversation to there's so much to talk about, Johnny. I, I was really compelled, by the way with the work of Troop M, the District 9 work in, in Brookhaven over the weekend. what they Let me just read a couple of things here. Mississippi Highway Patrol Drive, and this stands for Drive Requires Initiative Values and Education Campaign, mm -hmm. began in February, will continue throughout the year. During the enforcement detail, troopers issued 1,293 citations, 121 seatbelt violations, 60 child restraint citations, and made 56 DUI arrests, 29 drug arrests, and six felony arrests. Mm -hmm. and, and my observation about that is this, that I'm sort of overwhelmed by those numbers because what it tells you is that people are not paying attention to what they, they need to be paying attention to when it comes to driving in a safe manner on our highways. Mm -hmm. And I know you're deeply concerned about it. And you, you, know, you and I have had many conversations about teen safety. Right. I mean, teens were already in a bad spot before texting came along and texting put them in a really bad spot. Mississippi is is ranked in the top five nationally in teen fatalities. That's correct. This is serious business, buddy. And, and I know you're deeply concerned about it. So let's talk about it. What's what what are you thinking these days? OK, so, Ricky, how this the, the program actually came about, the drive program is 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 was put in place for the teenage driving fatality in Mississippi. So whenever Colonel Ginn, Colonel Randy Ginn, the director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol and Commissioner Sean Tindall, uh, we got in conversations and we talked about the being first and second. And we usually rank first and second in the nation with teenage driving fatalities. So the drive program is basically what you and I sat down 15 years ago and talked about it as far as program going statewide. We implemented this the 1st of February. We're going into the high schools. We're going into the community colleges, universities. We're targeting the civic organizations. We're targeting parents uh, to try to get this information out, not only to the teenagers that are, that are losing their lives to car crashes, but we need the parents to help us out with this also. So with that being said, we wanted to, to go out and do an enforcement detail and you see the numbers with the enforcement detail. This all centers around the teenage driving fatality program drive. And we're going to continue to do this statewide. You have to. I mean, education is key. You know, I, I tell you, it, it, we, the more we talked about, uh, talk about texting than driving, mm -hmm. the more aware we are of what other people are doing in their car. So I think we even changed the way we drive. We, when we drive, and we notice somebody swerve or maybe cut over in front of us, or maybe they're driving too slow, or maybe they're driving too slow and, and weaving as if they were drunk. We're, we've all sort of trained our eyes to look to see if that person's on their phone. And too often what we see is they've got one hand on the wheel, another hand on the phone, and the phone's up here, and they're trying to interact. And uh, I mean, eventually, maybe we'll have technology that just blocks the ability to use your phone in that way while you're driving, because right. it's getting more and more 
hazardous for each passing day. You see that every day, don't you? Mm -hmm. And let's go back to the numbers. So this will give you an idea of how what the driving mentality is across our state. And unfortunately, we deal with a manpower issue of not having enough troopers, law enforcement officers in general uh, across Mississippi. So there is a driving mentality across our state that you you're going to you can speed. You're not going to see a law enforcement officer. Distracted driving is a huge issue. So when we we bring troopers together, we bring local law enforcement agencies together and we go out and we do these enforcement details. The numbers speak for themselves. This will tell you, again, the driving mentality across our state. And it's exactly why we're having the crashes and the fatalities that we're, we're experiencing. Yeah, it's interesting. So you look at these numbers and we're talking about DUIs and drug possessions mm-hmm. and not wearing a seatbelt and whatever. But if you could also check to see, were they texting since they've been mm-hmm. you know, in the moments prior to the stop, which you can't figure that out at this point in time. Maybe one day we'll be able to even know that. That probably would still, that would rank number one probably. It would probably be number one on the list that they were involved in some kind of distracted driving prior to getting to that stop. That's probably a fact, isn't it? Well, I can tell you whenever it comes to fatality crashes and crashes in general that, uh, that injuries are involved, um, this is more of a problem than impaired driving. Distracted driving is now more a problem, more of a problem than impaired driving. We're still having people that are making poor decisions, um, getting behind the wheel impaired. But the contributing circumstances in the majority of the crashes that we're investigating involve some type of driver distraction. So it's amazing that we found our place, ourselves in this place. You know, it's it's easy, it's easy to think that when you get a quick text, I'm just going to just do a really quick. I, I can just give them a quick no. You know, I, I'm looking at my phone and I I'm still driving, but you know, mm-hmm. I'm there's nobody in front of me. I'm going to do, but then suddenly somebody pulls out in front of you. We're, we're literally when you're talking about decisions that you're making oftentimes it literally can be in microseconds if you if you're delayed by microseconds could be the difference between living or dying that's true isn't it well our problem ricky is we give the human brain too much credit whenever it comes to reaction and perception time okay to give you an idea uh if you're traveling 70 miles an hour or you cover the length of a football field in two and a half seconds, okay? Well, if you're looking at your phone in that amount of time, that what you, what you were just showing us, you're not looking at the road. You're not gonna see that 18-wheeler that has crossed the center line and is in your lane. You're just not going to be fast enough to react. The human brain is just not fast enough. It's not. It's not. So why don't we do this? We, we'll, we'll, let's, let's take a quick break. We'll come back with Johnny Polis from the Highway Patrol after we get back. I'm actually interested in if a student who's at a high school or at a community college or at a college, what are they going to see when you guys go to see, go, go visit with them? How are you getting their attention? We'll be back after this break. Broadcasting safe and sound from the coastal Mississippi studios, this is Coast View View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk 103.1. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Coast View. We have Major, it's funny to say Major because that said <laughs> Captain for so long, Major Johnny Polis, who's the Director of Public Affairs and Internal Relations at the Mississippi Highway Patrol, and someone I've known for a very long time. Um, you know, we, we spent a lot of time together in your early years when I was publisher of the Sun-Herald. It's so interesting, though, that your dream to have a program that would be rolled out across this state mm -hmm. to get the attention of teens, it sounds like it's even going beyond, beyond that because we're now talking about civic organizations, et cetera. Right. It's becoming a reality. You're sort of in the perfect position now to, to have something that you have been so passionate about for so many years come to fruition. So with that said, what would, okay, so I'm at a, I'm at a, um, a high school and, mm -hmm. and you come in or your team comes in, how, what is the mess? How, what's the basic message and what are you doing to get their attention? Well, you know, Rick, some things change and some things don't change as with, again, when you and I sat down and 15 years ago and discussed the program that I wanted to put in place just on the coast. Um, so we still deal with the fact that teenagers can be desensitized as adults. We know we become desensitized. Unfortunately, teenagers become desensitized as well. So whenever you go into the schools, you have a certain amount of time that you have with them. Keep in mind, COVID has definitely been complicated. It's complicated things for us for doing face-to-face -face presentations. But with the numbers going down, it's looking like we're going to be able to get back in the schools to do the face-to-face -face presentations. But again, you have a certain amount of time with them and you do not want to go in and bore them as adults. We don't like to sit through a boring presentation. So what gets a teenager's attention? Well, it, everyone's got a different style of presenting, but I can tell you this. I'm pretty sure no one wants to die. And when I say that, I'm talking about a car crash. Uh, we always have the excuse, well, that's not going to happen to me. But unfortunately, across the state, when it comes to teenagers, being ranked first and second in the nation, our teenagers are driving or are dying in car crashes. So with that being said, we're trying to get their attention, not preach, but we do tell them that teenagers in Mississippi, when they die in a car crash, the majority are not wearing the seatbelts. So, and that's, that's an eye opener for them too. We've got a seatbelt roller or simulator. Matter of fact, we have two that actually gives you an idea of what happens in a rollover crash when someone is not restrained and they are ejected out of that vehicle 30 to 40 feet in the air and then you land on on concrete or hard surface the human body can take a lot but it can't take that type of trauma so we get their attention with that distracted driving uh which you know we're all guilty of that at some point uh that's another huge issue for the teenagers now i think we'll all agree teenagers are a lot more proficient when it comes to texting than we are as adults, the problem is they don't have a lot of experience behind the wheel. I mean, you, a teenager can can be driving and send a text on their phone and not even look at the buttons. I mean, they can tap the buttons, and not even look at the phone. We always tell them, but you have to read the response. Yeah, you have to read the response and you're going to take your eyes off of the road to read that response. And that's whenever we do deal with crashes. And, and of course, impaired driving is still uh, something we deal with with teenagers as well. So the drive program, that's how we're implementing th that, that particular program. And we're bringing guest speakers in as well. 
Is there going to be an online component to it, to it as well, Johnny, that people could yes. like sit down with their kids and say, Let, let's, I know you had this program at school, but let's sit down together and let's talk about this. Absolutely. We're going to, we're in the process of getting speakers together and not just victims advocates and not just law enforcement officers. Uh, we want to bring in judges. We want to bring in coroners. Uh, we yeah. want to bring in district attorneys uh, to give their testimony and what they see when, say, for example, a teenage driver does not lose their life in the crash, but unfortunately, they might have taken someone else's life in the crash based off a poor decision they made. So these judges see that. These district attorneys see that. Uh, and I think we all know what the corners, what role they play in a fatality crash. We're going to make these PSAs. We want to put them online to where not only driver's ed instructors can pull these videos up in the classroom. We want the parents to be able at an afternoon when everyone is sitting down uh, in the living room in their house to watch these videos. And we're hoping that's going to make a difference. You know, we see this too often, Johnny, you know, where <clears throat> you said it a, a second ago, but in the moment, whether you're impaired or whether you're answering a text or whether you're choosing not to put a seatbelt on or whatever the situation might be. Too often we see in that momentary decision, I mean, it could be just a split second decision. And then suddenly right. you've done something, you've been involved in an accident where someone else's, you know, perishes as a result of a, a decision that you've made and your life changes forever. And we're coming to the end That's of right. this segment, but my, I would urge parents who are listening to this and even teens who are listening to this to, uh, to f find some time to do a little bit of homework on this. Don't wait for Johnny and his team to come to your school and remind you that wearing a seatbelt is, is important and that you know distracted driving will kill you and that driving while impaired will kill you. And if it doesn't kill you, it might kill somebody else. So pay attention. Distracted driving is more dangerous these days than impaired driving. I never thought that I would say that. But when you look at the numbers, what you guys are gathering in terms of statistics from these stops that you're doing, it's unbelievable the number of people who are not ready to drive safely on the highway. And hopefully through these efforts, we can make them safer. So, that's, Johnny, that's thank you correct. for spending some time with everybody. I appreciate it. Thank you, Ricky. You bet. We'll see you tomorrow. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. A Supertalk Mississippi media production.